0: Welcome to Pillow Princess. My name is Angela and I'm speaking to the girlies today. This is honestly me making a cozy, safe space for me and the girls to chat and for something for more people to aspire towards. I know that the reason I started saving was because I heard on a friend's podcast that at 20 something one of the guys had saved about $25,000 like he just had it sitting in his savings account and to me at that point it was unfathomable that somebody could have $25,000 sitting in their account just in case something happened or for investments and to save up towards a house or cars or kids or you know just anything honestly blew my mind and blew me away um, and now, um, probably two years or three years from the day I listened to that, I now have 50000 in savings, and I do have a historic portfolio, which is on a completely different um, level. I will not be discussing that because, honestly, I have no idea what I'm doing with my investments. But when it comes to saving, I'm the pro at my personal saving. So I just wanted to let you guys know what has worked for me and what hasn't worked. And just give you a little bit of timeline and um, let you know what I've been doing and how it's been working for me. Also, I wanted to make a couple of disclaimers. My first disclaimer is that this is 100% attainable for the normal person because I don't make a six-figure salary. I actually don't even make close to six figures. I wish I did. Secondly, um, I wanted to say that I've had a lot of help. I don't have any student debt and I didn't have to pay a car note on my car and my car was completely bought for me by my parents. So, we have to take... Those two things into account and just come on this with full transparency. But other than that, let's go. So, my first ever job was as a nurse. I was working after four years of college and I was being paid a base salary of $18 an hour. And then there was a differential because I worked the night shift. And so I was being paid $2 extra, which made it about $21 per hour. For me, I thought that this was absolutely outrageous. I had spent four years in college prior to this every day, every night studying, crying, working so hard. And I get out of school to be paid $18 an hour. It honestly felt very insulting. I was working in a neuroscience ICU, um, working with patients who basically had any kind of brain tumors, any strokes, any brain bleeds, um, spinal surgeries, things like that, and they were in an intensive care unit situation, so it wasn't easy work, it was definitely draining and emotionally tasking as well, so this is when I was in Kansas. Um, for personal reasons, which I will review later on in this podcast, I ended up moving from Kansas to Chicago. When I moved to Chicago, I believe I had anywhere from three to six thousand dollars in my savings from six months of work. When I moved, I had to spend a lot of money on movers, on shipping my car oh wait, I didn't ship my car. I drove my car. Um, I had to spend a lot of money on just moving, on getting a new place, down payment, everything. So my savings plummeted drastically. And then I had to also pay a lot of money to a lawyer um, to process some paperwork for me, which also drastically ate into my savings. So at this point, All my energy and all my effort was just going into becoming more settled in a new environment. And then it was kind of stressful at the time. Just not really having much money. My rent was up by maybe three times what I was paying in Kansas, and I was being paid only slightly more um, in Chicago. So it's definitely a very stressful situation for me financially. And I remember just constantly looking at my bank account and being stressed. I wasn't aware of taxes. So that was also a very stressful situation for me because my very first paycheck, I was expecting one thing, and then what I received was another thing. And so that was just a very, very, Mentally abrasive environment and situation for me. So when I first moved, I just turned twenty one. I wasn't twenty one when I was in college because I started college at sixteen. I was really early. Um, and so when I moved to Chicago, I swing one, I finally had an ID. I could go out and go to dinners and get cocktails and go to bars. And this was something I was really excited about. So when I first moved, all my money was going to Laura Fee's and then going to me going out to bars with friends or Ubering to see the guy I was seeing at the time. Um, And it was just like a very post-college, like fun, like romance. It wasn't anything super serious. Um, Now that I look back, I'm like, I really did waste a lot of money Ubering to him, but whatever. Um, (laughs) and I just wasn't really in a healthy place with money because every time I looked back and I checked on my statements or I was to open up my banking app, I would be nervous. I would be like scared because I just didn't think that there would be enough for me in there there always was I wasn't reckless to the point that I couldn't pay my rent and take care of certain things but my priorities were definitely not aligned so what I did was once I heard this podcast in about 2019 talking about how a guy has the $25,000 in his savings and he was like 25 or something I looked at myself at 22 and I thought girl actually I was 21 I was like girl you really have to get your life together like sure all of this is fun right now but you really have to start working hard and saving I had no family here um my parents basically let me be financially independent once I graduated college they were just like you got it and I did have it I did have it I like had everything under control um so I'm telling you guys that I truly truly like didn't start with any gifting of money like anything like that I truly started this by myself so yeah I listened to that podcast in 2019 and I said you know what, Angela, something has to change here. We have to do better. And do better I did, girls. And this is the time you guys are going to do better. And I'm looking forward to everyone's messages about what they've been able to accomplish using these tips. So I'm going to start with my timeline and explain to you guys the timeline of my savings. So um, I'm not quite sure how much I had before June 2019 but by June 2019 I had been in Chicago for six months already with my rent that was now times three of what my rent previously was um, and an increased restaurant dining bill and cocktail bill but in June 2019 I managed to somehow scrape together $10,000 to put in my savings For me, this $10,000 was very symbolic. I took a screenshot, I sent it to my brother, and I was so proud of myself. I was like, wow, you really started from nothing and you saved 10 grand. Perfect. Um, So I hit 20 grand in April of 2020. That took me a little bit longer. I'm not quite sure what happened between july and like march oh no i'm actually sure so i had a lot of private paperwork going on with my lawyer that basically cost me twelve thousand dollars um so obviously i couldn't put that money towards my savings i had to be putting it into something that really mattered to me um and then after that in April of two thousand and twenty, I saved twenty thousand three hundred dollars, which was incredible. And the thing that stood out to me the most about um April my savings was that during the pandemic I had drive like no other person. So I was I was working as a private duty nurse. I was working with patients on life support at home. Um, and these patients were very immunocompromised. And so with the pandemic going around, I couldn't see my friends. And so all I could do was work. So whenever I wasn't working, I was picking up shifts to work. So whenever I wasn't working, I was sleeping. If I wasn't sleeping, I was working. I was putting in crazy overtime hours. And I think it paid off because I got a promotion and then the promotion had me go from an hourly pay to a salary pay. My salary was more than I could ever have imagined I would be able to make in a salary, but then it also wasn't a six-figure salary. So I don't want you to think like it's really out of range for you. It isn't. The thing that made the difference for me once I got a salaried position was the amount of overtime I put into my job. Now, I wasn't getting paid for every odd hour I worked, only every even hour. And I wasn't getting paid time and a half for every hour over 40. I realize now that that was a scam and it was less beneficial to me and more beneficial to my company because if you think about it, time and a half would, would have given me so much more money. And then how can they not pay me for an odd hour? It's basically illegal to not pay someone for an hour they've worked. Um, regardless of that, I kept clocking my 80-hour weeks. Um, I was working, working, working hard until one day I broke down because I couldn't do it anymore. I was sick of not seeing my friends. I was sick of only working and going back home to a small studio apartment in Lincoln Park that was dark. And honestly, I just couldn't keep living like that. Um, at that point, my rent there was 1500 And I just thought to myself, like, I'm really spending so much money on rent. I'm spending so much money on going out. I'm working, oh, going out, sorry, not going out because it's the pandemic, so I saved so much money from not going out. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but I just, I drew the line. I started seeing my friends again, and then those were only in-home hangouts. So my biggest ever four months of savings was ten thousand dollars in four months because from april till august is that four months you guys april may june july august yes it is for four months i managed to save ten thousand dollars and this is only because of the pandemic um so i wasn't going out i was only at home and then remember how uh is it trump whoever the president was yeah trump (laughs) (laughs) we don't mention his name um but he gave us a thousand two hundred and then there was another stipend which was a thousand four hundred so i saved seven thousand dollars of my own money and three thousand dollars of government given money actually what i also did with that money was i bought tesla stock and then the tesla stock ended up giving me back more money so majority of the money that was even put into the savings i would say was mine um and then some of it went into tesla and then some of it went into my savings i'm gonna spare you all the boring details but between August of twenty twenty, and then December of twenty twenty one. I was able to hop easily from thirty one thousand to fifty thousand. Um, and there wasn't a lot of hardcore saving going on these months. There was saving, and there was enjoyment in the last um, quarter of twenty twenty one. I took maybe four or five international trips. Each ticket cost a lot of money the most expensive being $1,400 um. and so when I tell you that I was not really petty pinching I was operating in a gratitude mindset and not a fear mindset and I'm just going to explain a little bit more about that. I grew up Christian and I'm still Christian and I still believe in being grateful to god and so what i do is like whenever i just remember i'm like thank you god for this moment thank you for this meal thank you for this trip thank you for this beautiful place you've created thank you for aruba thank you for greece thank you for nigeria like thank you for all these things and also thank you for all the people that you've put in my life that also are here to help me move forward and enjoy these things and you know they just exist because (laughs) they exist because by some sort of divine placement they ended up in my life and they've also made my life much easier and so I feel like I'm abundant in love I'm not lacking love My friendships are very, very, very full. My relationships with my family members are very, very full. And I'm just abundant. I believe every time I spend, I will receive three times more, five times more back because I deserve it. I work hard and life is to be enjoyed. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't inherent privilege. There's definitely inherent privilege. And this is a conversation that is not had in a vacuum. It's definitely influenced by privilege. The fact that I don't have any student loans is one of them. The fact that I don't have to pay a car payment is another one of them. And these two things were things that set me up. But when you think about it, no one can teach you how to have that like grind and hard work and ethic. And then the thing you have to do when you achieve that grind is to also have abundance. I don't know how to explain what I'm saying. Oh, this is hard. That was me being honest and saying it's hard for me to put into words. But the main thing is gratitude. The second thing is having a vision and writing it down, making it plain so you can run with it i had a very clear goal i said i want to save fifty thousand dollars by this day it seemed crazy and impossible to me but every time i inched closer every time i inched forward and i was able to get closer i was like yeah i said this i said i was gonna do this i wrote it down so the first thing is gratitude and the second thing is having a vision oh did i burp on the podcast i'm so sorry guys having a vision making it plain running with it and then the third thing is putting out good energy high vibrations not high vibrations that sounds very hippy dippy putting out very good energy and making sure you're a good person and somebody people want to be around um this has compensated me in so many ways there are trips I get invited for with friends where like maybe I will pay 30% of the hotel stay and my other friend will pay 70% or 60 and I pay 40 or we go 50-50 or I go on a trip with my family and I pay my ticket and I don't have to worry about hotels and stuff. This is how I still get to enjoy my voice you guys i'm so sorry this is how i still get to enjoy and have fun without necessarily like sacrificing the savings portion of things because i have good energy and because i've put out good energy into the world i believe i've manifested and attracted a lot of things such as my modeling contracts. so i model um and i've been very blessed to book really good jobs i've been in chicago magazine and i've worked with multiple brands like over and over and what i do when i go on set is i make a really good impression so that the person really likes me and wants to call me back on set the next time um and that is just about the bag and about building relationships so the building relationships the connections empathizing with people being good at communication it's only going to strengthen you and make you a much much better person um and those are all the tips i have for today because i don't want to make this podcast too long thank you guys for joining me remember you have to be (laughs) i was saying you have to be gratitude girl you have to be thankful Remember, you have to have a vision, you have to be somebody who puts out good energy into the world, and you have to focus on making good connections and building amazing connections with people, because people always turn into something great, even if it's somebody who ends up knowing someone and is like, I know this person who loves to do what you love to do, I'm going to introduce you to them. I'm also that person for a lot of people. I love to introduce my friends. If I know somebody who's higher up who has something that they can benefit or bless them with, I'm easily there. I also didn't talk about my other streams of income and how I lost my job for like four months. And I still was able to cover everything and pay for stuff um, thanks to my family. But I will address those in another podcast. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy this. Please leave me a like or comment. I actually don't know how this works. But leave me a review of the podcast. Um, let me know how you feel about it on TikTok. I would love to hear feedback. Let me know about my microphone, um, sound quality, all of that good stuff. Thank you guys so much. And I hope you have a lovely day, princess. Bye. Mm-hmm.